0: All right, it's time for another episode of Dark Green Anarchy. Uh, This is season two, episode eight, apparently. Uh, We have, uh, we put uh, together a hacked up uh, one uh, for episode seven. Uh, Hopefully it didn't come off too hacky. Uh, Sitting here with, uh, or this is Wombat, of course, sitting here with Rambler, Moloch, and, uh, We're kicking back some wine, having a good time. Don't
1: forget to eat children. Don't forget to eat children. (laughs) P.S.A.
0: Cannibalism is good. Uh, I heard that. um, Was it Japan has uh, legalized cannibalism? (laughs) (laughs) Like uh, people sell body parts uh, and uh, people can eat them. (laughs) Yummy, yummy. Good for your tummy. So, if I'm you're ever like in I Japan, uh, <laughs> why don't you try a piece of uh, person sometime? Uh, Stay away
1: from those braids, because that's how you get laughing sickness, But
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> For yeah, career, or however it's pronounced, I think it's <laughs> I I think it's because it's like a disease of the nervous system that you can get from like the same species eating the brains of its own kind or something like that, where you like the motions that you start going through are like laughing or something like that.
0: Uh, For the sake of the podcast, uh, I ask that uh, we all speak a little louder. Uh, You know, we got to be loud so everybody can hear us. Um, Microphones. Uh, yeah, no microphones but the one. Uh, it's actually a pretty good microphone. So it picks up most of what we say, but, uh, you know. Uh, some corrections uh, still. I had uh, offered one uh, Ego Side instead of Eco Side on the last one. Uh, the other that I uh, remembered was uh, the number of episodes we did with Dorks of Destruction uh, is 18. So, oh, yeah, shit. we wow, really? Really did not. Cross the threshold of 20 like I thought before. Uh, we released around 18 episodes, uh, so I figured I'd uh, put that out there. Um, uh, if you go to archive.org, you can uh, check it out. And of course, if you want to keep up with our podcast, uh, you can uh, keep up with uh, my Twitter account, at uh, HPWombat. And, uh, I release all the new episodes through that. Uh, I might start releasing through other mediums. Uh, I'm thinking maybe I'll re-release, uh, the Society Dispatch page as opposed to just the group. <coughs> Mainly just so I can release the podcasts, uh, separate, plus maybe post some of my Twitter thoughts onto Facebook. Um... But uh yeah, I figured I'd put that out there. Um so yeah. Uh we're sitting here, uh we got CNN playing in the background, watching uh Michelle Obama uh try to uh, perform. Obama! Bomb your mama! Obama killed your father! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, he, he like uh, uh, if if you were a fan of Obama, then uh, you're a fan of uh, the death and destruction that he offered to the world. Uh, it's a a, a a a shining smiley face form of death because uh, uh, his pictures are often him smiling.
1: You got uh, smooth delivery on all that
0: like, smooth delivery. Fast killing. Uh, <laughs> Uh you know, like if you had a wedding or a funeral and uh you're on the wrong side of the fence, uh then uh, you might have got a drone strike uh on your uh sad event. Make it a little more sad. Uh you know, or if it's a happy event, like a marriage. Boom! That's where hey, I, I congratulations kind of <laughs> Congratulations, bitch! Boom! Good knowing you. We'll send wedding cake later.
1: (laughs) It's funny I actually got into like uh, I I don't know where it went from earlier today, but like I got into a internet argument with someone who was like being like, "Well, Trump didn't start (laughs) as many wars. That's why the deep state wanted to remove him." And I'm like, "Well, you know, tell that the whole thing you just said about no, he, he phrased it as violence," and like. Tell that to the kids in cage. He's like, well, Obama put him like, well, I know Obama did that. Fuck Obama and everything, but I'm just saying fuck Trump too, you know? Like, fuck everybody who's ever been president. That's
0: uh, been kind of my point also is that Trump didn't start any new wars. Zero new wars from Trump. Um, He did fight a lot of proxy wars. The war in Yemen, Uh, that would be a great example. One of the worst uh, atrocities in history. Uh, you know, uh, uh, a massacre, a genocide. You know Yemen's
1: been going on for a while, too, though, hasn't
0: it? Lots of death. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, Trump had a hand in it. Uh, he, like, obviously, American forces didn't play a direct role.
1: I'm pretty sure we still have trips in Afghanistan.
0: Yeah, well, it's still a war. We we're yeah. still technically at war with uh, Afghanistan. It's, is this uh, the
1: longest technically we've been at war?
0: Uh, yeah, it's the longest American war in history.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so yeah, that that's the scariest uh, part of it is that we've been fighting Afghanistan uh, like almost like it's a hundred years war. Uh,
1: yeah. And, for, like and, fuck yeah. And
0: the same kind of momentum because a hundred years war. Uh, as it was classified. Yeah, I'm going to say it's
1: been at least 19 years now, at least officially, since, like, I'm pretty sure they went to war pretty soon after
0: 9-11. Yeah, and um, basically there's a lot of breaks in the Hundred Years' War and stuff like that. And the Hundred Years' War, I'm talking about, is like the, what, the English and the French, I believe, is uh, what the Hundred Years' War was based off of. Uh, I recommend listening to some history podcasts on The Hundred Years of War. Uh, I, I've i heard a few, but uh, it's been a while, so I'm not going to try to act like I'm an expert or anything like yeah, that. Yeah,
1: I know next to none. The, the funny thing is I know more about America's, like, or America and Europe's colonial wars than I do about their wars between themselves.
0: Yeah. It, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, it gives you a good perspective understanding Europe's wars because Europe's wars led to World War One. Uh, yeah, and therefore it's it's part of world history, not just Western European history. If you don't read about the buildup of Seven Years' War, um, which is uh, also uh, known as the American and Indian War or the French and Indian War here in America. Uh, is probably the First World War, but, and uh, it, 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 it um, involves Crimea, I believe. Crimea? Crimea? Crimea
1: sounds right to yeah. me.
0: Like the, basically uh, a Russian adjacent country that got bombed the fuck out of, uh, you know, because Russia was trying to grow at some point and everyone was like, No, bitch, boom! Yeah. Ain't happening. Yeah. And everybody wanted to make sure Russia got put in check. And, uh, like, that's kind of where we're at even now, is that Russia is constantly being put in check by Western Europe. Uh, the European Union, uh, is now basically the Holy Roman Empire redo. Uh, uh, everybody here aware of the Holy Roman Empire?
1: I mean, yeah, not necessarily in great detail, but I know what it was.
0: Uh, the Holy Roman Empire uh, was basically a German Empire, uh, uh, Charlemagne had a crown that he had, uh, uh, acquired, um, that basically took the Western Roman Empire's crown and put it on a German head, and that's where the Holy Roman Empire starts, so that's why a lot of people say that the Holy Roman Empire was not holy, not Roman, and not an empire. It's not holy in the sense that it wasn't necessarily a um, an empire of uh, necessarily Christian uh, uh, domination. You know, it's not like the Pope or some head of the Catholic faith or anything like that. It was a secular yeah, is leader. The, is that the First Reich? <laughs> uh, I, the I think it was the Second, second Reich. Because okay. um, <laughs> wasn't the First Reich
1: room itself.
0: I want to say so. I think the first Reich, like, could be wrong. First Reich was yeah Roman Empire. Second Reich was the Holy Roman, and the third was the German Empire. It was supposed to be a thousand years. It lasted like five or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> was it made to, like
1: Bismarck? Was it?
0: Uh, yeah, like Charlotte. Well, well, no, like uh, Bismarck was post uh, Holy Roman Empire. Uh, yeah, but he had his own. Alright, well, Napoleon ended uh, the Holy Roman Empire. Alright, let, let's just start there. Like, Napoleon uh, fought against the Holy Roman Empire, whooped their ass, defeated them, and created uh, uh, some sort of confederacy. I can't remember their name right now. The Rhineland Confederacy, I think, is what it's called. Which is basically the Holy Roman Empire, but bitches to fucking uh, Napoleon. <laughs> and uh then after that uh prussia stepped up to the plate uh even more and uh, uh somewhere around the 1870s napoleon iii versus prussia fought and bismarck got involved and he was the one that kind of guided the war to happen so that it would unite the germans into the german empire and then the German Empire uh, created the, uh, the was it, the Kaiser, I believe is what it, he was called. Like, you know, the German Tsar. Yeah, Kaiser. Uh, was it Kaiser Wilhelm? Or was it or was uh, that a different Kaiser? Uh, uh, that sounds right to me. Uh, and they didn't have oh, a very right long here. life. Uh, and uh, then the German Empire fell to the Weimar Republic. And then... Um, then they had the left communist uh war uh the uh, german revolution in like i think it was 1919 uh post-world war one uh basically right after uh world one lost uh they had a short interlude and the left communists got massacred and thus the resistance to nazism was also wiped out in that same war so when Hitler was rising, those that would have opposed him, the anti-fascist, let's say, movement, didn't have near the strength that it could have had, given that everybody was dead that would have been fighting uh, that particular uh, uh, resistance. And uh, so then the German Empire started, uh, or the Nazi Empire started, I should say, and it got put down, and uh, welcome to United States uh, hegemony. Yeah. Um, Skipped over the Cold War, man. (laughs) Well, yeah, like, uh, uh, like, yeah. World War II opened up the Cold War, and then the Cold War collapsed, and then you had the New World Order, uh, which is uh, basically American dominance, uh, with everybody saying, "Yeah, USA, we're all about you. You're fine. Let's go bomb Iraq." Bom, 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 Iraq. Bom, 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 Iraq. Bom, 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 bom Iraq. Bom, Iraq. Bom, Iraq. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, like, uh, and the New World Order uh, yielded eventually to Trump, and that's where we are now, is that the New World Order got conquered by Trump, and uh, now we're in a post-Trump. Return to the New World Order? We don't know yet. We think that the New World Order has been re-empowered with Biden becoming president, right? I
1: guess. Like, we'll see. I mean, it, yeah, that, it, that's it, what it looks it like. Is
0: a, it is a guess because can he rebuild the coalition of the New World Order? I mean, that's, that's what it looks like he
1: wants based on, like, what I'm seeing, but...
0: But the, what, what the New World Order was uh, was a, an alliance. It was a, an expanded NATO would be a better way of saying what the New World Order was. It's NATO plus uh, uh, like Saudi Arabia and other uh, states that favored um, US hegemony. Uh, but then uh, Trump got into power and he disempowered the New World Order. And, uh, said, no, we're not doing that shit anymore. We're going to instead try to be America first and shit like that. Like American nationalism. Yeah. Which largely wasn't true. Like, uh, you know, business nationalism, maybe, you know, like it, it, uh, it, it's kind of weird. Cause like new world order, a lot of times it sounds very conspiracy theory. Yeah. Uh, Laden, because uh, the New World Order was only... Nine times out of ten,
1: if I hear New World Order brought up as a term, it's somebody who spout conspiracy theory.
0: Right, because it was only brought up once uh, by George Bush Sr. What we're looking at is good and evil, right and wrong. New World Order.
1: Thousand points of light.
0: Thousand points of light. You know, like Ministries' New World Order song uh, incorporates the speech that where Bush announces new world order and uh what that's about which is a, a war against um uh dissident uh islamism i guess uh would be the best way to put it and then you're here
1: with that's us or we are the <laughs> uh, uh
0: when i was in college uh one of the essays that we had to read was mcdonald's versus uh jihad
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> McDonald. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think that was the name of it. Like McDonald. I, I don't know if that was it because i tried trying to. Because there was a book by the same man, but, which I've read that book like ages ago. I don't even remember most of it,
0: but largely, yeah. It's a uh, Western uh, hegemony backed by the U.S versus uh, the insurgency uh, of Arab uh, Islamism. I mean, it involved more than just Arabs, like obviously like Persians, like Iran would also be anti New World Order force. Uh, And for about 20 years, I want to say, the New World Order was pretty dominant. Uh, You know, from the age of uh, George Bush Senior, till uh, the end of Obama and then um, with Trump coming into power that that alliance was shattered and taken into question Uh, you know there's still the alliance but it's not nearly as strong as it once was Uh, Europe is largely starting to think about what it needs to do Germany's thinking about Remilitarizing for instance, and, and nobody's uh, like questioning it. It's like <laughs> Nazi Germany's gonna remilitarize
1: The Germans are not all smiles and sunshine
0: <laughs> You know like the happy shining people like they have uh, 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 Angela Merkel uh, a bit has been in power for a long period of time and her her power has guided uh, Germany uh, in a way that has avoided the Nazi accusation and remade Germans into hardworking Germans like they used to be. Basically, hardworking Americans, hardworking Germans, same difference. Yeah.
1: Well, that's that's the other funny thing is I think I remember having a conversation with you like ages ago about like if the Nazis and like. Gotten their way in World War Two, what they'd have looked like now versus like and how they probably have greatly resembled America. Like, because America basically did everything the Nazis wanted to do, with it, like with the indigenous population of this
0: continent. Well, and, well, like America did, and then America, yeah, and then Germany wanted to do it, would yeah. be more what it is because, um. You know, Nazi Germany wanted to wipe out uh, their dissidents in the same way that America did wipe out the Indian populations and enslave uh, African populations uh, and uh, so on and so forth and uh, they, they use that as a model well, yeah I remember
1: reading like I think it was an old Aldous Huxley essay but I'm not entirely sure if that was who the author was but it was like about like a uh... Writing, I write about how Hitler was, like, very inspired by, like, the cowboy and Indian
0: mythos, for example. Yeah, like, um, a lot of people don't realize that Germany is a new country. Germany didn't exist until the 1870s. Like, before then, like, we were talking about Holy Roman Empire. Yeah. And then when the Holy Roman Empire was broken down, uh, it was, like, small little kingdoms and principalities and bullshit like that. And the Holy Roman Empire itself was one of the uh, 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 dying uh, empires, like the Ottoman Empire, just uh, a fading empire that had very little strength uh, and largely was guided by outside forces. Like basically Prussia and Austria was guiding uh, the Holy Roman Empire, the Habsburgs versus uh, the families that controlled Prussia. I can't remember their names.
1: Because Prussia was, like, one of the pre-German, like, states.
0: Yeah. 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 yeah Prussia um, <clears throat> was one of the first uh, to incorporate modern warfare techniques, uh, which basically was to ignore your human impulses mm-hmm. to fight war, and they did military drills. Usually... It was based off of the weapons they used
1: yeah usually what I hear is that the birth of modern war was during the American Civil War. Mm.
0: well, uh, Prussia, uh, well, I'd say Napoleon would have been the birth of modern war. like uh, uh, Napoleon redefined warfare completely, yeah. but before Napoleon, Prussia existed, and Prussia still yeah. defined that, and Napoleon was inspired by Prussia. And they had to ignore human impulses like, oh shit, a bomb's coming, run! I was like, no, motherfucker, hold tight, hold tight, boom! Everybody's dead! Oh shit, but let's hold tight still! Blam, blam, blam! And you still win despite bombs being dropped on you. Normally, a bomb gets dropped on you, or you get leveled by a volley of fucking gunfire, and people run in terror because the horror of everybody being massacred around you is just too sickening to wanna be around. But Prussia had uh, uh, perfected the military drill. So the military drill said, hold tight despite all that shit and you will win. And sure enough, they'd get massacred and they would continue on. And the reason why this worked was based off of how the musket uh used to work or the rifle uh you know you got a muzzle loader uh so you had to take time to load that motherfucker and it took too much time so you had to sit there and fucking load that shit and people are getting shot left and right everybody around you is dying but if if you broke ranks next thing you know cavalry come by, slaughter everybody if you're running everybody dies so like you don't want to run and that's basically what Prussia taught their people is that you needed to hold tight in those situations instead ignore your human impulses and act more like a robot uh, uh, in order to win. And largely like it worked because uh, the officers worked off of the idea of intimidation where the Prussian officers were to be more fearsome than the enemy and uh, if you ever seen like the movie Enemy at the Gates, uh, you know where like they're talking about I World but War But I One. think
1: I'm already starting to think about the concept you're talking about, where it's the idea that like if you're a deserter, you might as well be shot in the back of the head, basically. Right. Yeah. Like
0: <clears throat> basically, if you if you seen Enemy at the Gates, they they take this <clears throat> pre uh, World War One uh, behavior, this um, behavior that if people are run, if your own troops are running, the officers would pull out their pistols start shooting people in the back of the head for running and stuff like that. And they'd hunt them down. And in fact, the reason why people wore bright collars and stuff wasn't because that shit was cool or anything like that. It had everything to do with you being able to identify your own troops. So if they were running, you could kill the motherfuckers for running. All right, uh, like, that's the real reason why everybody was like, hey, look at me, I'm right here in the fog of war. There's all this fucking smoke everywhere. You know, if you're wearing normal clothing, you get bowled out and escape, and, like, 30 40% of uh, army desertions yeah, would happen. Yeah, it's
1: funny because you could argue, like, you could argue a million different things about why this is true or not, but people have often said that, like, the reason that, quote-unquote america couldn't win vietnam even though ultimately like developed countries i'm not sure if america is the right word to use but ultimately developed countries did win that war but like the reason being that like it wasn't Are you talking about reason, vietnam vietnam yeah the reason being well
0: vietnam was won by the Viet Cong,
1: yeah but the reason I was arguing that it could be ar- that could it be could be argued that that wasn't necessarily the case is it's still being colonized. And but then again, like it could just be a case of the but people who But it's not the being war.
0: colonized by the West. I mean, yeah. neo is it being colonized
1: internally by itself? Or?
0: Uh, like from what I understand, they've largely had a lot of independence and have developed their own business interests i i, I don't really know how neocolonialism yeah, paid played into the post vietnam war era but uh they they were decimated now the the, the vietnam is um Bill, they were they, they, got, they got fucked
1: up because of like age and orange
0: right well you know they, they got fucked up by a lot of things like they fought yeah. like a long war longer than fucking 20 years uh what was it, like, from the, like, the 1930s to the 1970s? Like, a 40-year fucking I war? I guess I wasn't thinking of the full span of that war,
1: because I was thinking of, like, the classical Vietnam War period. Well,
0: basically, like, uh, it might have even been uh, before the 1930s, but uh, basically uh, when French colonialism got challenged within uh, Vietnam, uh, the, that's when the war started and the uh Viet Cong had fought that war for a really long stretch and then, then french finally backed out and america took over the war so basically america said we're going to defend the french colony uh concept against the uh the the communists that were taking control of vietnam
1: but i think if this seems obvious the idea was like Patently, the reverse of the be- like identifiable uniform so you can be shot. They it was like try to be as unidentifiable as possible because you can sneak up and fucking slit the throat of your enemy. Like, well,
0: we, we can point to the American Revolution where that started too, at the same yeah, time, yeah, true. Because the American Revolution uh broke uh from traditional, yeah, ranks and stuff like that. Like, you had your irregular soldiers that would dress in less conspicuous clothing and then the army ranger uh specifically did it as opposed to uh just doing it because uh they just happened to do it you know like irregular soldiers don't have to dress in military clothing uh mercenaries basically mercenaries and and, uh volunteer troops and stuff like that not uh conventional uh troops Monorock, like you're chuckling. What's up? Yeah, I was thinking Marikong. <laughs> <laughs> Marikong! And we could have some Marikong.
1: <laughs>
0: get off my lawn! Get off my lawn, Marikong! I'm
1: thinking of a friend of ours and like that. Goes, get off my lawn, Vietcong!
0: <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, like... Uh, Uh, Yeah, we we covered a bit here in this half hour, talking about uh, different wars and shit like that. Uh, Not traditional uh, dark green anarchist uh, 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 theory stuff, but at the same time, it's some good history. Um, You can reach us uh, through Facebook at The Society Dispatch, our Facebook group. You can also uh, reach through Twitter at HP Wombat. And uh, we'll go ahead and end uh, this segment there, or this show here. And uh, maybe we'll pick up, yeah, we'll pick up another one. All right, y'all. Later.